we went to this place and it was a big, it was a big room. And we went in and we saw Nordic ETs. When I say or Nordic people, I'm talking about they're really pale. They got white hair, blue eyes, blue eyes, and they're pale like like your shirt you have on. It's like really white. These people actually, believe it or not, they 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 live among us. They go and work on government facilities or they become a civilian. They become a person um, in the United States and different parts of, of the country and also in, in different countries as well. Yeah, we were in this room and they were there and we saw something really, 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 really interesting that I think a lot of people are going to be interested in hearing this. You're listening to Exopolitics Today with Dr. Michael Sala your source for the uncensored truth regarding the human, extraterrestrial, global, and political agenda. Click the like button and subscribe to this channel. And now, here's Dr. Michael Sala. Welcome, JP, to Exopolitics Today. How are you doing, Doc? It's a pleasure to be here to share this beautiful message to humanity and to bring out this information. I got the green light, so I'm going to go on and give you the information. Perfect. So you just want to explain to people what, what, what you mean when you say you got the green light? When I get the green light is because the higher ups, they told me to talk about it, about the situation. When they say red light, I have to wait a certain time until things happen, until I give you the information. Right. So you've been sitting on this information for a little while, waiting for the well, green light it happened friday okay so friday night no saturday saturday morning around like 11 i came back home okay okay all right well just a couple of days then but i'm glad you got the go ahead so yeah tell us tell us about your your mission and interview okay it was a total of five different soldiers from different branches we had um, Navy, Air Force, Army. We took a white bus. We were in um, civilian clothes. So we had sneakers, we had jeans, we had regular clothes. They took us to another location, another. We went to another state. We flew over there. It's a state in the United States of America. <laughs> um, I can't give you the right location because security reasons and because of how advanced this technology is. And, you know, for security, we can't say the location in this um, interview. But maybe in the future, some other whistleblower or somebody else will give you the, the location or we'll probably talk about this situation. So you were taken to some location and what, what happened with the five other personnel? Well, they, they were with me. Everybody spoke a, a type of different language. We had French speakers we had um brazilian uh, portuguese we had spanish uh we also had south korean type of dialect um language the person that talk, talks south korean he also talked a, a russian and uh ukrainian and that language so we all spoke for well, each person spoke like two or three languages me myself i speak three languages as you know i speak portuguese spanish and portuguese yeah english and english makes three and, okay. and it's quite it's quite fun to know a lot of languages you know because you can go to different 
places and have and talked to different people because um, when you talk with different uh, a language that is different, you can resonate in other languages the the story and all that. So it's quite interesting. Um, so we went to this place and it was a big it was a big room, and the room was a metallic. And we went in, and we saw Nordic ETs. When I say or Nordic people, I'm talking about they're really pale. They got white hair, blue eyes, blue eyes, and they're pale like like your shirt you have on, your like your your shirt, like that particular color of their skin is like really white. And these people actually, you know, believe it or not, they 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 live among us. They they sometimes wear like makeup or paint their hair a different color, put contacts, and they go and work on government facilities, or they become a civilian. They become a person um, in the United States and different parts of, of the country, and also in, in different countries as well. And they're all connected to each other, so they communicate with each other. It's like a, a nation integrated into different nations. So it's quite interesting how how they live and how they still live happy and in harmony together and they're living in different nations. So it, it's quite interesting how they they do that and they work on 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 doing that. So they were pale there. They didn't have no makeup or no hair paintings or nothing like that, but they were wearing also civilian clothes. So that I found that quite interesting. They were just wearing regular civilian clothes, just like us. They had civilian clothes and they had white sneakers and they had like white scientists kind of like rope with um, their ID tags and Nordic. They're, they were as white as they, what they were wearing, the you know, the, the shirt and all that. Were they abnormally tall? Were they thin? Were they bulky? They were like six, five six three around there that height they're more like our height but you could tell that they're nordics you know they they come on different heights they do just like us human beings you know but most of the of nordics are really tall they 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 range up to six six (laughs) they look like basketball players but most of them are tall but you know they have people our sizes as well um six two six five and they're really muscular. Their their body is more toned. They have less fat in their in their um. I guess because of their diet or what they eat, they have less fat in their body, but they're more muscular um, than us. Yeah, we were in this room and they were there, and we we saw something really, 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 really interesting that I think a lot of people are going to be interested in hearing this. We saw four different rooms, right, and, and they were metallic in color, and these rooms were oval shaped and you can see in them you can see in these rooms was, uh we saw a total of four rooms and we we enter into to this big hallway where you see these four rooms and then on top of these rooms you can see the dates it had different dates so i asked one of the humans you know he worked in the air force you know, there's people also like that civilians um human people working there we saw another et a different type of ET and he it, it looked really weird but we knew it was an entity it was on a type of 
chair that moved and he was encased encased it was like a he looked like a type of slime or something like that but he was encased and he moved around with this type of it's not like a wheelchair but it had like a it was like a ball under it it's a ball and the ball moved similar to that star wars um robot that moved with like the the ball that technology right. but it was um metal it was metal and it, um you could still see like a type of skin but it was like scaly and you could tell that he was more not slimy but i don't know how to it, it was a different entity and he used that type of wheelchair to move around and to press whatever and yeah it was different i never seen that kind of extraterrestrial before like he was in some kind of environment suit or I, something I know, he, he was aquatic he was aquatic by the way he was looking so that machine pressurized what his planet feels you know i guess uh it was quite interesting he was moving the out of the machine you could see like little arms coming out and the way he was um, maneuvering and, and it was like he's been using it for years so it was really really precise the way he was using the machine so i think he's been here living or working there for a long time so the way he was moving around it was like he knew what he was doing there was another room that had another another one working another side and you could see him rolling back rolling forward rolling back and they they got to each other they communicated i don't know how um maybe by uh, electro telepathy and they communicated and they went back i guess exchanging information on rooms to rooms and all that and then you had the nordics and you had humanoids we had a humanoid that looked like indian type but oriental looking and uh, uh the skin was like a orangey type also we saw i saw that humanoid so it looked indian but oriental with an orange skin and a greenish eye and the eyelashes on the on the side were like more more eyelashes than human beings but it looked human too that if they put makeup on and put contacts or something else and live on top of where we live they look just like human beings they'll pass like oriental south um like the islands of you know like um goam that type looking oriental but yeah they i guess they cut their eyelashes to make it but their eyelashes they grow really long to the sides and their eyebrows they grow really long more more to the sides it's different humanoids you know that come from different parts of different star systems that you know they work with us as well so these four rooms they had dates on them right and we had the year 2090 in one room we had the year 2050 in one year we had the 1940 in one room and then we had the 1560s the 1500 ones was going back to like 1550s and 1560s it was going back and forth so i guess there they were trying to get to that i guess time and you can see in you can see in these rooms right and you can see what it looked like a picture but it was it, it looked really real we were excited but like nervous because of what we were seeing because we know you hear about the 20 and back and all that 
but you don't really see how how they do it or where they go or I was asking questions about time travel to to these um signs. And I was asking, hey, so this is where, you know, you go back in time and and all that. He says, yeah, you know, this is um, where we do, you know, time. I'm not a good fan of time traveling. And he was telling me, I said, hey, but can you manipulate? Like, if you go there, can you change something if you go to that time? He says, no, you can go in there like nothing happened and nothing you can't change. You can't change the outcome of nothing because it already happened. I was like, what do you mean it already happened? And then he said, no, like if you go back in time and you go there, that means there, you, you went there already. So it already happened. So it doesn't affect nothing. I'm like, oh, okay. Uh, so if, if, you go, if you guys go back in time to these different or to the future, to these different things, it, it's not going to affect the timeline. He's like, no, because it already happened. So I'm like, I was like confused in a way, but it kind of makes sense because if, if you go there, it already happened, or if you go in the past, it already happened. So I, I don't know. I, I got, I got a good sense of it. And then I said, how about like, how can you go to the future or how can you go to the past? I was, I, you know, I was asking questions about this, see if it was, you know, legit and all that. And then you see somebody coming back. I saw somebody coming back from 2050 and he blurred, he blurred into existence and he was wearing just, just different clothes and they take him really fast to another room. They cleanse him. They take his clothes off. They give him a different clothes and he was walking towards the 1550s room. I'm like, holy shit, what the hell is this? Everybody's like, what the hell? What the heck is this? Holy crap. This is crazy. So everybody was like just nervous and exciting at the same time that we have this. But I was asking, well, what are we doing here? Six, like, no, we just we're just looking. I said, this is um just to investigate certain things and to see how the future of which people ends up to where and like they have this on other countries too. I can't tell you the, the exact countries, but there's three other countries that have this type of technology, but they use it a different way. Yeah, I was asking, okay, so if you enter into a time, right, and time travel is not invented yet, so how, how can you go back into that particular time or forwarding time? He says, wait, you mean time is not, the scientist was telling me this, he said, you mean time was not invented human now now there's ets that have invented time travel maybe a hundred thousands of years ago you have to understand that so it's not just human beings see human beings got a concept of time travel see you guys we we have learned the time travel of sound of capturing light and all that and like i thought of it and like it kind of makes sense you know people that are going to hear this interview are hearing a voice of the past and a voice that we already spoke, you know, and they're going to see an image that was from the past. And, you know, if you think about it, it's a type of time travel, but a different type. And we, we already see it as a norm. And we, we see it as like, no, it's just, you know, capturing light and capturing sound. But it's, it's a type. Uh, if, you, if you get into it, it's a type of 
time travel. You're capturing the past and you're re-hearing the past and you're re-seeing the past. So he put it like that, except there's ET species that have invented time travel before us and they have shared their their time. And we we captured the time on Earth before even hundreds of thousands of years we can go back. I'm like, wow, that makes sense. So only humanity, I think, probably invented time travel. I don't know, like probably 1940s or maybe early 1900s. Uh, I'm not sure where. You probably know more than me about that. But they took us to this room and they showed us that. And they asked us questions about how do you felt when you went to the ark? Um, the ark has this type of technology and it has a portal that can make it to other arcs. And that's a type of time traveling technology. And it's ancient as well. It goes thousands, thousands of years ago, you know, and I'm like, wow, this is insane. If we, you know, if we're, we're working with this and all that, I just hope it doesn't fall in the wrong hands. You know, I was telling to the guys, I say, hey, this is crazy. Because yeah, man, I'm not going through that shit. The other guys were like, I'm not, we're not going through that shit. Hell no, we're good. And I was like, I would love, I asked, hey, I will, I, I will totally give my time and and how, how does time work over there? So they're saying like if you pass 10 years into one of these time and they're saying that the years, they fluctuate every couple months. They use different years and all that. So you can fluctuate different time frames and all that. So like 10 years will be like nine or eight hours, depending on what month you go in and what month you come back in between those years and all that. So it could be like nine hours for 10 years or two years for one hour. So they measure it like that. And it was quite interesting how, how time flies in that over there. They keep the location so they know, like say we go to the 1940s or the 2050s, they know the exact location where you're going to end up and they know the future of that location. So they know that that location is going to be there when you come back. So they look at disasters, they look at storms, they look at earthquakes, they look at different things that happen in that time frame where that location is safe in those years for it not to be disturbed. And they use a type of cloaking technology, probably like in the woods, somewhere in national forests. These type of technology and like into national forests, you can come out and come in and it's quite interesting Doc, um, when I saw this. So they were asking questions about how you felt in the arc. And I said, yeah, I felt good. I activate here and there. And the, the, the scientist, he was like, so um, you think if we take you to the future or to the past, you can still activate these arcs because they're newer in the past and they're older in the future. And I was like, oh, this is way above my, my pay grade. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know if I'm going to do this or not. So um, I felt peace, you know, like if, if they give me the opportunity, I'll do it. But it's quite scary thinking if you get stuck back there, because there is a possibility that it closes and and it's not safe no more. And it could take probably like 80 years for them to open that same time frame back. But over here, it's like probably like two or three days. But for me, it would be like, what, a long time. like. 30 or 40 years, you know, a lot of shit can happen in that time frame. So that's the scary part about it. 
And there's a lot of people that have been in these type of mission and they they don't come back. They they die of old age in that time frame, but they can't say nothing about it. They can't talk about it and they sign a waiver about it. They they make you sign before you go into these missions and you can't talk about it. And I know it probably start sounds far fetched, but now with all these people coming out, all these whistleblowers with um, technology of um, UAPs, UFOs, and all that, these UFOs they carry this type of technology of manipulating gravity, manipulating space and time, and I think people should know that. Yeah. So, so what what happened in your case? You you were offered the opportunity to go to another time to interact with one of the arcs and so you said it sounds like you said no so what happened then i i told them like if you guys give me the opportunity and give me give me like your word i can come back you know not stay over there i'll do it and i have to go with the guys i know you know we're gonna go in this together it's like no sometimes it's only the farthest group that you can take is three people yeah, and you guys can't take nothing with you. You guys just um, try to make contact. You guys come back to location and keep us updated every other day in your time over there. You guys are going to come back older and you're going to see over here is going to only pass 10 hours, but over there it's going to be like maybe nine years or eight years, you know. So it's up to you guys, you know, a lot of can happen in eight or nine years, you know. There's no medicine, there's no, you can't take nothing with you. So were they offering to take you uh, to what, to 2050? Was that, was that the time period that they were offering to take you or did they tell you what Maybe. time period they were going to take yeah, you? What time period? Mm -mm. I see. Those are the time periods I, we saw in these rooms. And, and, yeah. and you said there were five other people with you so you know were you all given that opportunity yeah did some say yes and I, others no? there's another guy like he's like let's get the hell out of here we're not doing this shit. there was another guy that was really really interested i guess um when you lose a loved one right um and you have this opportunity coming to you right you'll take it in a heartbeat yeah i want to see i want to see my family member again yeah i want to see my dad again or my mom, you know, they died in an accident. I would love to see them and spend time with them before whatever happens to them happens, you know, or try to stop it. You have that mentality. You got another mentality saying, well, no, this is not for me. This is crazy. You guys are full of it. You guys are going to leave us over there and that's it. I thought maybe this is a way they probably get rid of people sometimes. <laughs> that crossed my mind, you know. Uh, take you to a different time and just, hey, have fun. <laughs> uh, but I, I saw the person come back. So he came back for a five-year mission. And he was out only for four, three hours. So that was quite interesting. And he came back with a lot of information, books and books. Uh, he had a backpack with books and all that. So this is one of the one of the people from that, group of six that, that you traveled no, with? No, no, no. There's a different person. I see. A different soldier that came back from that time frame, um, 2050. 20, I see. So that, that was quite interesting seeing that. It's like 
you see you see the you see the place but then you see him blurring in in existence in our time frame and you just see him blur blur in he just blurs in it's a it uses like a vibration i don't know um sound vibration electro um kind of technology this is crazy technology okay uh you you said that there were nordics that had that time travel technology so if you went back to the 1550s for example then the nordics that were living at that time you you would approach them and say hey i'm from the future yeah you know, i'm here to do a mission i'm sure they have their, i'm sure they have their codes and how to approach and all that i say I, they, I think once they give you the mission they give you everything you need to know and who to communicate with in that time frame just to be safe you know I, i'm sure they give you all that information they just didn't give us the information because we didn't agree or we didn't you know they're still interviewing us you know it's, it's a process i guess of how to receive this type of mission because it's a commitment you're going to be there for a long time you know yeah it's a commitment so this brought me like with the technology that we have over here you know about them knowing everything that knowing everything you know when they when they put you in that room you know remember i told you that story that you know that's right yeah they put you in that room and they could see everything that's happening with your your life and who you've interacted with or who, who's going to interact with you so we do we, we have crazy technology doc that people are going to be really excited but it's just it's just too 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 advanced for i guess they're trying to advance um humanity to understand this technology really fast but it, it's it's going to be really hard to integrate this type of technology to 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 people nowadays because the mindset is is you know the black hats you know they're integrating this type of mindset that is so cropped up you know uh it's hard man is is hard knowing that we have all this and we can't do nothing or share about it you know it's crazy right okay so did you see all four rooms or did they just tell you about them no no we we saw all the four rooms are in the same room you can see all four rooms yeah um okay. the 1550s you can see it's lush it's green it's um you can see hills as far as you can and it's more lush i think it's the same location in different time so that that's quite interesting okay so so when you're saying these four rooms you know they these four rooms are actually like you you walk into that room and and you're in the 1550s in in some location yeah. like in the future or in the past that corresponds to that precise physical location you know where you were at that time on friday yeah okay yeah. so that that's that's that would have been june 23rd so so june 23rd you're in this location if you if you go into any of those rooms you you would be at that same location but at another time so in one case it would be just like green and pastures and all of that and then okay and so when you say you you saw each of the four but you you didn't go into them right no no you can see though you can see you can see it 
see it, it through like, what? Like through a door or how no, do you see it? Open. It's open. It's like uh it's like a garage door. It's like they're really open. You can see, you can see in it. But you can't see when when they're coming in and they blur in into existence, you can't see them on the other side. Because time is running different. Time is faster over there. So you can't really see when anything moves or grow or it's like it's like blurred. But you, you see you see the location. It, it blurs in and out like you can see the location and it's protected by something that is like a not frame, but it's like a, a like a how you say it? Like. It's like a metal metal frame, but oval shape. And it has like a laser that. That protects it like a type of laser. Uh, you can see the fluctuation of the laser when the other side hits it. You can see you can see you can see the laser like it looks like water, but not water. It's not water. You can see the, the time from the other side touching the laser and you can see the you can see the laser. So. Mm-hmm. And when the guy came out, it, it was a loud noise. I was like. And then everybody went to that room and took him out. And how do you feel? You had a doctor checking his heart. You had um, somebody else taking his shirt out, um, put him, putting him into the other room. Another guy bringing different clothes. It was like a, a pit stop. Like everybody knew what they were, they were doing. You know, everybody had their role of how what happens when they come back out. You know. Okay, so so all four of these kind of like different areas, like you said, that it was like almost like entering into an open garage. Mm-hmm. Was there? And you mentioned something blurry. So I guess we could call that the event horizon between mm-hmm. the present time and that error that you would step through okay so so all of this was all in one big room but you had like four different areas where you had these event horizons and if you go from and then you got these rooms they look like let's see if i can they look like this they look like 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 they look to to that but uh, the size of of a garage they look like that and then you have uh, kind of, kind of like an oval-shaped carport. You're, you're just yeah. making a making a shape that looks like an like an oval-shaped carport. And then you or have like the laser like here, and it's fluctuation right here. You can see, you can see in there. Yeah. Okay, right. so it's, it looks, it sounds like it's very similar to that show in the 1960s called the Time Tunnel. I don't know if you ever saw that. No. But they had a like a circular type tunnel where you'd walk in and you go through that and you go into another time it, it, it hugs the floor like it's like that oval shape path and it hugs the floor in the bottom like smooth like really nice and then the other one is like right next to it and then the other one's right next to it and the other one's right next to it and you're just standing like you're standing right here looking in here like, man, what the hell? And you're looking at all of them. And then everybody's like walking around, working and and checking the date. The dates are right here on each one of them. So, OK, so so just to kind of like, you know, people are listening to this just to describe what you said. So it sounds like, uh, you know, four uh, kind of like hemisphere carports. 
just one by each other with the sign on top saying, you know, 1550s, 1940s. Yeah. I, I know this shit gonna sound crazy for a lot of people. <laughs> like, all oh, these guys, we have this and people, I got the green light to talk about it. Okay. But not the location. Okay. The, so, so each um, of these kind of like garage or, or, or carports, you know, that, that are like, that have that hemisphere shape. Mm -hmm like a tube, mm -hmm. each one has an event horizon. So, you know, what's the technology that's creating it? Is there a machine in there that's creating all of this? I did not see no machine. I saw this shit like connected to the floor. And I guess the whole floor is the freaking machine because it's, you can feel the vibration on, on the floor. You can feel you vibrating. Like mm -hmm. you're like, you're like this the whole time. You're like, and you're hearing like a hum, like, like everything is humming. All right. So you had that experience. You're given that option of going. And sounds like most of most of the, the six of you uh, that you you declined that offer. So what, what happened then? Um, they talked to us for a little bit. They made us sign some papers like to not talk about the location, you know, where it is. So we, we signed up papers and we're not going to give the location you know it's i guess for security reasons this won't i guess won't won't harm nobody if somebody grabs it i don't know what would they use it for because the guy told me once you travel back or forward in time you already did it before so it's not going to affect the time frame so if you meet anybody over there it's because they don't know if you're from the past or for the future regardless because you know you're there for a certain mission and you coming back for a certain mission. Like I said, they, I guess they'll connect you with somebody from that time frame that has been there for a while already. Uh, okay, so you so know, you connect with someone at the other end, and that that would be your way of getting back once you've done your mission. Mm -hmm. It it was quite uh, interesting to see uh, the that that place it was really 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 interesting to see um on the side i remember seeing couches on the side people sitting down uh it was like regular couches on the other side i saw where where the 2090 was you saw like a different type of couch it was like you sat on it and it, and it just hugs you like it hugs it hugs you you sit in it and it just hugs you it's weird. It was kind of cool. Uh, we saw the different outfits also that they had. They had a, they had different, not costumes, but they had different closets with different shoes, different, um, like, I guess, what people wear in, the, in that time frame. So when you go in, you have to change and you have to go ask when that time frame, the clothes that that time frame required and all that. So that was quite interesting also to see. Okay. Uh, you, you mentioned that the, the primary goal uh, for those opportunities to go into these different time uh, yes. zones was to like find the arcs. So it sounds like they, you know, that uh, people within the covert programs are wanting to get as much information as they can about the different arcs. So I guess... Each each of the, each of you. I mean, you said there were five others plus you. So each of you kind of had experience with experiences with arcs before. Yeah, yeah. 
I, I know two of these guys that were with me. The other two I didn't know. You see? All right, so they're, they're trying to get people to sign up to go into the past or future to learn more about the arcs, both in the well, past and future. They, they, they went to the 1550s, but they're saying that the arc is even old, looking old right there. You know, it, it probably goes even way, way more back. I don't know how back they can go, uh, but they, I think they can go a couple hundred thousand years back. But, you know, they're, they're really protective of how back they go because they don't know how it looks. They don't know what to expect, what, what species of animals are alive, what kind of fungi, uh, what kind of diseases they have, you know, in this time frame that we're, that they were working on, they know, I guess there's certain ET races that came back from the future. So they know what to expect. The Nordics, they know what to expect in that time frame. The other ETs came from 2050s. They know what to expect from that time frame. We know what to expect in like 1940s, 1500s, you know, as human beings, we know what plagues, we know what diseases were in those particular time. So when when they tried maybe to go even farther than that, we don't know. So we don't know what to expect. Because once you go, you're there for a long time. So you don't know, you know, what disease is or what if your body's even capable to breathe. Uh, so that's why they they they're they're really careful for that. Or they'll probably send uh hard to say this, but probably a, a, a dog with a leash, a long metal leash. And keep them there for one hour, then bring them back, uh, just to see and study study the animal, or maybe a horse. They send them send them back, uh, um, or they'll they'll send capsules or types of vehicles over there first. Uh, it, it's big enough to for a type of tank or something that that holds pressure to go into, and then come back out. You know, and I guess they have to do the investigation first. You know, they don't know if they're falling into water, going into water. You know, things change. Time, time changes things, you know. Okay. So what happened at the end of the mission uh, and the end of the interview? I mean, was it just, you know, you want to tell us? Yeah, um, they took us to another room. We saw different kind of plants there that were different, different type of trees that they had in pots that I don't think they were part of Earth because they grew different. There's one that had like a leather texture on it and it had thick green leaves, like the leaves are really thick. I saw that. Um, I guess it's food maybe for probably what the Nordics or other ET races eat. They have their own area of, of cafeteria. We went in there, we ate. They have their location. They have their other location. They have different kind of like um, buffet kind of food. Um, after that, we went out and we took an elevator and we went back to the surface and then we just left. We came back and they just, they're really careful about not giving the location, so I'm going to respect that. Okay. Well, great. So any final 
uh, words you want to share? I mean, about these arcs, people are probably very interested to know if there's been any developments. I mean, have you heard anything about the arcs appearing soon? Are they still in the process of activation? What's going on? Um, there's a mission. I could tell you that that happened. I'm just getting the, the green light to tell you about this mission. Um, we went back into the Atlantic arc and something interesting happened. So we're just waiting. Uh, we're just waiting um, to tell you before something else um, happens, has to happen, I guess, before we, I tell you about this mission. All right, great. So we can look forward to another update soon once you get the green light to tell mm -hmm. us about your, your mission to your, I guess that would be your fourth I'm sorry about this red light, green light thing, you know, but it's, I, I just have to respect it. You know, they're already giving me the opportunity to talk about all this. So I want to re really respect that. You know, I love the country I serve. This for me is the best country in the world. And I just want to respect that, you know, and, you know, tell you what I, I can tell you. You know, I know a lot of people is going to give probably crap because of that, but but I have to, I have to respect that, you know, because it is what it is. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm sure on behalf of a lot of the listeners uh, to this interview, I'm sure uh, people want to thank you for your service. I'm happy, I'm happy. I'm happy with all these whistleblowers are coming out. You know, uh, we talked about this, you know, time and time again, that they're going to come out and they're going to talk. And that's what's happening. And I'm really, I'm really appreciative for all these whistleblowers that have the, the heart to come out. I'm really happy for them. I know most of them here, um, your interview with other people and, and us talking and they're working with Greer and, you know, but I'm really happy for them, you know, that they, they came out and there's going to be more. There's going to be more whistleblowers coming out and more experiences that people are going to have and more videos that people are going to interact with these entities and, and beings and all that because they, they want to make themselves known to people. And it's going to happen. And like I said before, share a lot of love, um, have positive energy about everything. I don't know. Um, a lot of negative energy is, is going around and we we just have to think about what's the end what's in the end of the rainbow you know and and, and grab all that gold and, and share that gold with everybody with knowledge of knowledge you know just be positive you know and be be happy with each other you know don't don't do people wrong you know because it's gonna bite you in your butt you know if you do negative things to other people you know, that's how I see it. And I just want to encourage everybody to think positive and to share love. That's that's why I always preach, you know, share love and keep to your faith. Wonderful. Well, well thank you. Wise words to finish on. So thank you again, JP. No problem, Doc. Thank you for the opportunity. And let's go. Let's do this. You have been listening to ExoPolitics today with Dr. Michael Sala. Please remember to like, share, and subscribe to this channel. Join or start a conversation in the comments. Take the time to explore the vast library of best-selling books, webinars, and podcasts by Dr. Sala. Visit exopoliticstoday.com.